I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought was, where's the next stash of Joe Biden top secret documents going to be found? I just can't. I don't know about you, but the, 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 I mean, the, the anticipation is just killing me. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republican. This is the third day now where that this story has legs. Who knew? Who knew? I thought for sure the media would bury it by now, but they haven't yet, or at least they haven't been able to. Um, also, I should point out, I'm still, I don't know what it was. I thought I was knocking this cold away. I've still, I'm still chugging the day quill. I may sound a little stuffed up today. Um, nothing I can really, nothing I really do about that. There's no really, uh, you know, I edit these podcasts when I'm done with them and I put some effects on them so that my voice sounds a little, you know, more full. We get rid of the breaths and things like that. And I looked around, there's no effect for denasalify Mark K when he has a cold or there's nothing that says like, you know, cold modification level where it'd be great if there was, it'd be great if there were like a button you could just hit. And I, I just sounded normally, no matter what I sounded like. Uh, but if I sound a little nasally or stuffed up, that's why again, blame Hannah. Uh, also, I do want to thank you because we've just been, uh, we've just been back rocketing up the charts with this podcast because of all the subscriptions that you guys have been, uh, everyone's been subscribing to this podcast. You hit the button, boom, you're subscribed. You share it. Somebody else listens, boom, they subscribe. And the more and more people that we get to subscribe, the more and more people we can share this message with, the more and more people will realize finally that Joe Biden is everything we've been saying he's, he is for years. And uh, it's finally coming to fruition. Yesterday, during the show, Merrick Garland came out for a press conference where he announced he was uh, assigning a special prosecutor, which, fun fact, is something we talked about in the show yesterday. So are on the podcast yesterday. So it's um, it's really it's a fast moving story. And like I said, it's got legs. A lot of people, a lot of people doing a lot of things um, to keep this story going, which is kind of weird and scaring a lot of people on the left. I'll explain that to you here in just a minute. A couple of tweets I read this morning that I thought, oh, that's quizzical. Uh, but if, you, if just to catch you up, Joe Biden on Monday, we found out had top secret documents at his UPenn office in Washington, D.C., I think I misspoke and said it was at the University of Pennsylvania, but what it is is it's an office in Washington, D.C. that the University of Pennsylvania purchased or leased for Joe Biden because he got them a $77 million donation from China. Now, why he got that donation from China, we can only speculate at this time, but we do know that that's the office in Washington, D.C., right across from the Capitol, where these top secret documents were found. And the lawyers supposedly turned them in right away which again is not a legal defense. I mean, like it's if you shoot somebody, but then you call the cops right away, it doesn't make you less guilty. If you, if you, uh, you know, if you kidnap a child and then call the kids and say, uh, call the parents and say, here's where your kid is, you're still guilty of kidnapping. So it doesn't really, you know, it, it doesn't really have any effect on the, on the uh, severity of the crime, especially since these documents have been out there for six years. I mean, think about this. They always like to compare this to the Donald Trump situation of Mar-a-Lago, but Donald Trump's been gone a year and a half, two years now, I guess. Um, whereas Joe Biden's been gone for six and these documents have been floating around, uh, you know, in Washington, D.C. and other places, which we'll get to for for that long a time. And God knows how many people have seen them, handled them, looked at them, copied them, uh, faxed them. It, it's really kind of a wild story. Now, after that happened, the Joe Biden aides, of which apparently there are many, scoured the globe. Man, they went to they went to ever. They were like the uh, you know what I imagine that I don't know if you remember the commercial for the scrubbing bubbles. I don't remember what they. It was like some bathroom cleaner, but years ago they had these scrubbing bubbles, and they were like they looked like little army guys, and they were they were they were little brushes, and the scrubbing bubbles would like scrub the the tub clean. And there were just thousands of them. And that's what I imagine happened with Joe Biden. Thousands of these Democrat operatives just scoured the globe 
looking for any top secret documents that might be in Joe Biden's possession that could cause to further uh, problems and, and, you know, criminal, uh, you know, prosecution for the Biden family. And so what happened is they found some, they found some in Delaware in Wilmington, Delaware. They found them at Joe Biden's house, Joe Biden's home in the garage, in the garage, right next to his Corvette, which he's very proud of. And, uh, and there was a whole big thing with Peter Ducey where, well, here, I'll let you, I'll let you hear it. If you haven't heard it yet already, let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this God willing soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay. So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Yeah. So Peter Ducey's like, Hey, what were you thinking? And Joe Biden's like, just so you know, dude, my garage is locked. Okay. I locked that thing up tight. It's not like out on the street. It's not like I put boxes of documents on the corner for anyone, any trash picker to come get. It's locked up tight next to my Corvette. Of course, we've all seen photos now of the Corvette and the documents and the, the boxes in the garage and all this other stuff. Um, so we know for a fact that uh, we know for a fact that it's not a secure location. And even Merrick Garland came out and said, that's not a secure location. Your garage next to your car is not a secure location for top secret documents. And this was a concern. You know, Joe Biden, we always said, this guy has the nuclear codes. This guy has this, the uh, the nuclear football. Does he have the the seriousness? Does he have the, uh, does he have the forthrightness to keep these things safe and secure from enemy hands? I mean, everybody told, everybody was, was, was spreading rumors about Donald Trump having the nuclear codes at Mar-a-Lago. Joe Biden could literally have the nuclear codes in the glove compartment of his Corvette. He could be like, oh, the nuclear codes. Yeah, they're in the glove compartment of my Corvette. But don't worry, Peter Ducey, it's locked. The glove compartment of my Corvette is locked and it's in a locked garage. So we're fine. No one's going to get their hands on the uh, on the nuclear codes. Uh, and then, of course, upon further investigation, they went into the house where he has a private office. And wouldn't you know it, there were more top secret documents there. So that's three times as many places where they found top secret documents at Joe Biden's facilities than they did at Donald Trump's. Uh, so Merrick Garland comes out. He's got it. He has no choice now. And he makes a statement. He says he's assigning a special prosecutor, this guy named her who used to work for the FBI. I don't really, I don't really trust any of these people, but something really interesting happened on Twitter. After that happened, a lot of people on the left started to freak out. A lot of people on the left and the right, they thought, isn't this bizarre that a special prosecutor has already been chosen to investigate these Joe Biden documents after just a couple of days with with Donald Trump. Remember, it took weeks for a special prosecutor to be chosen for Merrick Garland to even say anything. Donald Trump's raid on Mar-a-Lago happened on, I think, a, a Monday, Sunday or Monday. And then it was like a week or two later when Merrick Garland finally came forward and said, we're going to we're going to um, I announce a special prosecutor. But this one happened almost immediately. And there's a guy on Twitter who's like this super liberal, crazy leftist weirdo. His name's Brooklyn Dad Defiant. And I assume he's a dad in Brooklyn and he's defiant. Uh, I'm just assuming that from the context. Of, although it's funny because he has a peace sign in his name. Brooklyn Dad Defiant and then a peace sign. He wrote, I gotta admit, it's weird that Garland dragged his feet so long on Trump's documents, but moved on Biden's lightning quick. W- T F. And so that's, I mean, and so people are now like, well, that is really, that is really bizarre. Uh, maybe this is the deep state coming after one of their own. Maybe this is the deep state saying, Hey, Biden is done. Biden's not our guy. Biden's an idiot by, we got to move on from Biden. We need to find a way to bring him down. This top secret document thing should be the way to do it. 
let's do that. Although, when you think about it, they found these documents in November. They alerted the National Archives in November. The FBI has been investigating since November. And uh, and I mean, really, it's been it's been since November that the FBI and the DOJ have known about this. So it doesn't seem like they're dragging their feet at all. In fact, what it seems like to me is that this happened. They tried to cover it up. They couldn't cover it up. It leaked to the media. And now Merrick Garland is forced, forced to do something against his will because he doesn't want to look like he's playing favorites. That to me is the more logical explanation, because again, it's not like we just found out about this on Monday. Well, we just found out about it on Monday, but the FBI, the DOJ, the departments that investigate these things, they've known since it happened in November. They just acted, they just decided not to act on it because it wasn't in the best interest of their party or their party's leader. There was, however, another, uh, there's another uh, girl who I follow on Twitter named Tara Bull. Tara Bull, which is kind of a play on words. And she tweeted out, uh, where was it? Let me read this. Uh, Honest question. Wait, no, that's not it. Uh, Hold on, let me find this. There was, where is it? She she tweets a lot. So um, anyway, uh, oh, here it is. Breaking President Biden to be subjected to a federal criminal investigation. Is anyone else concerned that the media is celebrating this? So she is, uh, is concerned not that the DOJ acted with a special prosecutor and they're investigating this whole crime, but she's concerned that the media is excited about it and the media is celebrating it because the media has worked so long to protect Joe Biden. And if Joe Biden has lost the media, if the media is now celebrating Joe Biden's demise, that's not good for, I guess, the, I mean, I guess that means that, that Joe Biden's out. And I don't think she's a Joe Biden fan at all. She's just concerned as to what's happening. Because again, look, when decisions are made to change leadership or change uh, the president or change power without the voice of the people, because again, this is a democracy. This is a republic. Uh, You know, it's of the people, by the people and for the people. If we don't want Joe Biden there, it's our job to get rid of him. If we don't want Joe Biden there, it's our job to get our representatives to go in and get rid of him. If he's done something nefarious and duplicitous and horrible and criminal, and if he's committed treason against the United States of America, if he's so stupid to do the same thing that he's been accusing Donald Trump of doing for months now, then he got to go. But it's not the media's job to do it. It's not the Democrats' job to do it. It's not the deep state's job to do it. It's the American people's job. Um, So a lot of people on both sides of the aisle freaking out. The Democrats believe that Joe Biden is now being taken down by their own party, by the own, by their, the insiders who rule Washington, D.C. And then, of course, you've got some Republicans and conservatives who are worried that there's a plot to overthrow Joe Biden going on again with the deep state, which means who are they going to put in his place? Is it going to be Gavin Newsom? Is it going to be Kamala? Eat gads. That'd be, hor- that'd be horrendous. Is it going to be somebody else that we haven't even thought of yet? Is it going to be some other Democrat on the horizon? Pete Buttigieg, who I'm going to be honest with you, is spending his political capital. He's just like throwing, he's throwing that political capital in the fire, just watching it burn with all of this Department of Transportation nonsense. So it's really going to be interesting. But again, I didn't think that this story was going to last as long as it has. Now we're going into Friday. Uh, the question, there's a lot of questions. Will we get to see the documents? Will we know what they said or what they, what they were pertaining to? Will we get the visual that we got with Donald Trump where they spread all the documents out on the ground and took a photo of it and, and put it up on Twitter? Will any of that be made public? Uh, And of course, the big question is, are there more documents? Because Joe Biden, look, 
He didn't know the doc. He was surprised to know the documents were in his office in Washington, D.C. He was more surprised to find out that the documents were in his locked garage next to his Corvette and in his house. Now that's three places where they are. Um, I imagine that the searching is just beginning. And I would I wouldn't be surprised if you started to see some FBI agents snooping around uh, these other these other establishments where Joe Biden, you know, spends his time. And there's a lot of them because he's not in Washington that often. Uh, anyway, listen, we'll follow this. We'll delve into it again. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. We really appreciate it. It's how we grow. It's how we grow, yo. Uh, so keep watering it. Keep pouring water in this podcast and share it with somebody. Post it on your social media, retweet it, whatever you want to do. Uh, and make sure you listen each and every day because each and every day I'm going to bring you the news. I'm going to bring you the information and the inspiration you need to keep going, to keep trudging forth, to keep fighting the good fight, to keep being combative and conservative and conscientious and all those other good things that you need to be so that we can we can reinstate the American ideals and the and the rights and the responsibilities that we've all been granted by God and our founding fathers, and that we can beat back this socialist uh, idealism that is taking over, this wokeness that is just oh, pleh, horrible, or makes me sick, makes me even sicker than I sound. Um, anyway, but together we can keep doing that. So keep listening. Keep